Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Monday, February 6th. On this date in 1998, President Bill Clinton signed a bill that paid tribute to another president who was born on this date. Can you guess which president it was? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for your Monday forecast. Hey, good Monday morning to you. I'm meteorologist Joey Silva. Get ready for a beautiful day ahead. All sunshine today after a little bit of patchy dense fog early this morning. Temperatures will come out of the 40s through the 50s into the low 60s by lunchtime and mid 60s for high temperatures this afternoon. Clear sky, though, will lead to a cold night tonight. We may see some patchy frost inland tomorrow morning starting out on average in the mid to upper 30s. 67 tomorrow afternoon, 73 then on Wednesday, warmest Wednesday, Thursday in the 70s. But clouds will increase and by late Thursday into Friday, we have our best rain chance for the week coming through. Now behind that storm system, we'll be cooling down with sunshine returning for the weekend. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now let's get to your morning headlines. At least 26 witnesses have taken the stand to testify for the state in the Alec Murdoch murder trial in Colleton County. The disbarred attorney is accused of shooting and killing his wife Maggie and youngest son Paul in the summer of 2021. Live 5's Katie Cammon is live outside the courthouse this morning as we enter the third week of the trial. Katie, last week the judge held hearings when the jury wasn't present and that's expected to continue this morning. Yeah, that's right. Good morning, guys. Well, the state is trying to make a case to the judge that evidence of Murdoch's alleged financial crimes should be allowed to be admitted as evidence in this trial, those alleged crimes, and uh, also uh, the, the impending possibility of them being revealed. That's a central part of the state's motive for uh, Murdoch, the murders that he allegedly committed. Now, prosecutors argue that Murdoch killed his wife and son in order to distract from the millions of dollars that he allegedly stole from his law firm, clients, family, and friends. Now, as the judge considers whether or not to admit uh, that financial crime evidence and whether the jury should hear about those accusations, uh, we expect to hear from more witnesses this morning when the jury is not there. Mark Tinsley, the attorney for the family of Mallory Beach, will be testifying. She's the teenager killed in a boat crash in Beaufort County in 2019. Murdoch's son Paul is accused of drunkenly driving that boat during the fatal crash. We expect Tinsley to testify that they were taking an aggressive stance to sue Murdoch for a large amount of money after the crash. The state says the same week Maggie and Paul were murdered, a hearing was scheduled requiring Murdoch to show all of his financial information. Last week during these hearings without the jury, we heard from staffers from Murdoch's former law firm, Murdoch's best friend, from whom he'd stolen money on a joint case, and Tony Satterfield, the son of Murdoch's housekeeper who died on their property. Murdoch has since admitted to stealing $4 million from them in life insurance payouts. If I remember correctly, one time he said to try to get each of you at least $100,000 apiece. Each of, each of you, you yes. and your brother? Yes. Did he tell you that they had already gotten a settlement for $505,000? No. Did he tell you that they had already gotten a settlement for $3.8 million? No. Had he ever told you that there was an umbrella policy for $5 million? No. Three returns to the courthouse. The state will call witnesses for the actual jury trial. They've been jumping around a bit, so we're not exactly sure who will be called next. Friday, we heard from a sled ballistics expert. The defense poked holes in his testimony because he could not definitively say 
that any of the weapons tested were the murder weapons, but that does not mean they weren't, as the state rebutted. Now, court is expected to resume at 9.30 this morning without the jury. The jury will return to the courthouse at 11.30. Live in Colleton County, Katie Kamen, Live 5 News. The Georgetown County Sheriff's Office is searching for two people after an armed robbery at a Dollar General. Now, deputies say that robbery happened last night around 1030 at the Dollar General on Pleasant Hill Drive. Security cameras captured these photos of two masked suspects, one armed with a shotgun, the other with a handgun. Deputies say the two left the scene in a black pickup truck with no license plate traveling toward County Line Road. Anyone with information is asked to call the Sheriff's Office. The South Carolina Highway Patrol is investigating after a crash in Georgetown County left one person dead. The crash happened around 1045 last night on High Market Street near Riddick Road. A car was traveling east on High Market when it hit a person walking in the same direction. That person has died. Uh, no one has been charged in that incident. Well, two people are dead after a deadly crash out of Berkeley County. The South Carolina Highway Patrol says it happened just before 5 o'clock yesterday morning on I-26. They say a sedan traveling in the wrong lane crashed head-on with a truck, causing that truck to overturn. The drivers in both of those vehicles died. The Berkeley County Coroner's Office has not released the names of the victims. Two people are without a home this morning after a house fire in Mount Pleasant. The Don McClellanville Fire District says they responded to the fire on Commonwealth Road Saturday night. They say everyone was able to get out of the home. It's unknown if anyone was injured in the fire. The Red Cross has been called in to help the two people who have been displaced. Well, the Berkeley County Library System has teamed up with the Kennedy Center Prevention Department to provide free drug disposal pouches. Now, these pouches are for those who want to dispose of their expired or unopened prescription medications. Now, Samantha Popovic, she joins us live. And Samantha, tell us a little bit more about this initiative and what it all means. Good morning. Yeah, Berkeley County residents now have a place to dispose of their expired or unused prescription drugs with all seven libraries participating and a mobile library. The partnership between Berkeley County Library Systems and the Kennedy Center Prevention Department was made possible by awarded grants. The initiative was motivated by Berkeley County death statistics of opioid usage and prescription drugs, including accidental overdoses from 2019. Officials say the purpose of this collaboration is to prevent the community from accidentally taking unused or expired drugs and creating an easy way to dispose safely of drugs. Berkeley County Library System says Deterra pouches are the only scientifically proven drug disposal system that permanently deactivates patches, creams, films, and pills. Executive Director of the Kennedy Center, Wemi Hudo, says by disposing expired medications from your home, it reduces the chances of others accidentally taking or intentionally taking them. Berkeley County received a national opioid settlement last month for $360,000. To learn more about the Deterra patches, visit our website at live5news.com. Reporting live, Samantha Popovics, Live 5 News. All right, thank you, Sam. Well, we here at Live 5 want to give you a chance to give the gift of life. We're partnering with the Red Cross and iHeartRadio for a blood drive on Monday, 
February 20th at the Citadel Mall. Head to redcrossblood.org and use our sponsor code LIVE5 to participate. And if you're looking to give a little sooner, the David M. Gilston Insurance Agency is also hosting a blood drive. This one is tomorrow from 9 to 2 at 15 Gamecock Avenue in Charleston. Participants will receive a $10 Amazon gift card and be entered for a chance to win a luxury trip to Florida. A luxury trip to Florida. Well, if you're on the hunt for a job, there's a hiring event that's happening today. Big Blue Marble Academy is looking to hire lead and assistant teachers for their Folly Road location. They're going to be hosting walk-in interviews from 3 to 7. That address listed right there on your screen at 726 Folly Road in Charleston. Well, well, Dorchester County is offering a way for seniors to trade their time in exchange for their county property tax. Officials say that they want to spread the word about their senior citizen tax work-off program before applications close at the end of the month. Our Molly McBride joining us live from Dorchester County with more information about this particular program. Good morning, Molly. Good morning. The program allows anyone over the age of 60 who owns property in Dorchester County to work part-time for the county to help pay for their property tax bill. I spoke to Daniel Prentice, the Dorchester County Administrator, who tells me there are positions available in a variety of different departments, including indoor and outdoor position in Parks and Recreation. He says after choosing a department, seniors work part-time at $7.25 per hour and then receive a check that goes towards their tax bill. And Prentice says this program greatly benefits the county as well. Especially in this market where labor is tight and it's hard to find skilled workers, we can bring people in and they can help us out uh, with things that we wouldn't be able to assign our full-time uh, staff members to do. James Zaraski is part of the program and works as a park attendant in the Ashley River Park. He says although the extra money is always nice, he enjoys the program because he can interact with different people and stay busy. It's just, I, you know, I found it to be very, you know, interesting and even doing, you know, menial jobs like filing. It's just nice to be able to talk to other people. Applications must be turned in by February 23rd. They're available online or can be picked up at Dorchester County's Financial Services Building and Human Services Building. For more information, including that website link, head over to Live5News.com and click on this web story. In Dorchester County, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Thank you, Molly. Well, the Charleston, Charleston County is looking for community feedback on its Housing Our Future plan. It's the county's first comprehensive plan for housing attainability. The plan includes months of research and community conversations focused on housing, sustainability, uh, and home ownership. There will be public comment meetings you can attend to discuss the plan in person. The first one is today from noon until 3 at the Public Services Building in North Charleston. You can also submit comments online for the draft housing plan. We'll have a link to that on our website, live5news.com. Just click on the big red box. The deadline to submit your comments is March 1st. At the top of the show, I mentioned that on this date in 1998, President Bill Clinton signed a bill to honor a former president born on this date. That president was Ronald Reagan, who was born on February 6th, 1911. You earn a bonus point if you remember that the bill Clinton signed was to rename Washington National Airport the Ronald Reagan Washington International Airport. 
Celebrating birthdays today, actor Mike Farrell, who you might remember as B.J. Honeycutt in the Mash TV series, he turns 84. And rock singer Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses is 61. And have you ever been rickrolled? That's an online prank where someone gets you to click on a link that looks like important information, but you only end up watching a video from the song "Never Gonna Give You Up." Well, its singer Rick Astley turns 57. Thanks for starting your morning and your week with Live Five News and Morning Y'all. I'm Katie Kamen. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all, produced every weekday morning. You can listen and subscribe at livefivenews.com/podcast. And download the Live Five News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24/7 from Live Five News, the Low Country's news leader.